Okay, my guest on the podcast is Josh Moore, uh, my colleague and UK football beat writer and friend at the Herald Leader. How's it going, Josh? So how's uh, quarantine treating you? Yeah, no, it's uh, been good. You know, I adopted uh, some pets. I got some friends finally in the in the past, so we'll, uh, you know, we'll do uh, what we can to stay sane still. And, you know, things are easing up a little bit, obviously, and, yeah. you know, everybody still needs to be mindful and take precautions and be, you know, don't do anything stupid, you know, just have, use your common sense if you go out and about and wear your mask. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that before we get to football. Cause you helped, you've done a lot of, uh, stories, you uh, helping out Janet Patton, uh, on stories about different subjects. Uh, while we've been going through the pandemic and the quarantine here, uh, what's your takeaway from all this stuff and, and the stories you've been involved with uh, working with Janet and the ones you've done on your own that are not sports yeah. related, the, the news related stories. Yeah, no, it's been fun. Just that part of the, the whole thing has been fun. Just spreading my wings a little bit and kind of, you know, talking to some different people. And I know you've helped out with, with some things too, that, you know, like with the, the healthcare hero stuff we did back in um, early May there, I right. think, I mean, there's, it's been good for everybody, I think, to, to just kind of go back to the basics and, and and learn a little bit about all this stuff. And, yeah, it's been – I mean, obviously, we're – you know, we're used to interviewing athletes and going through the, the struggles and the highs that they go through um, playing their sports and, and working out and doing all that stuff. And, yes, it's really, in a way, similar to, to what, what these businesses are going through. Um, they're at a low. I mean, they're, it's like they're, they're taking off. You know, they're on a losing streak. Um, and finally, here in the last, you know, a little bit of the last month or so, they've kind of gotten to, you know, I won't say they're back, back on the winning trail, but they're they're at least getting, you know, taking steps towards um, being back in contention, you know, to continue the metaphor. Right. Um, they're, you know, and obviously we've, it, it sucks. You know, we've, we've had some businesses closed. We've had some restaurants and, and things that aren't going to survive this and probably be more that we don't know about. And it's interesting seeing how some of the, you know, especially with the restaurants, how they kind of are still approaching it differently. Like one of my, you know, favorite places is in town is the catch. Uh-huh. Um, and it, you know, they're still kind of doing a hybrid thing where they're still mostly doing carry out. They're just now starting to dip their toe into opening their patio, um, doing, you know, more of that. Um, still not open like fully during the week. I think they're just opening still like four or five days. A week and then some places are you know going full out you know doing the 33 capacity and you know open every day and uh and then some places you have some places that uh, a, a chinese restaurant i go to a lot that is still just doing carry out that's all they're yeah. doing you know calling in and you know they'll come and bring it to you on the curb but uh, so it's fascinating seeing you know what i've liked about it is, is you know you really do learn a lot about just humanity and um people's willingness to try to adapt um to, to survive um right. i think we're all you know to some degree have that instinct and to do what we have to do to survive and you know we all budget and cut things we need to cut when we're you know when we have to and and, and make accommodations as needed and you know i think for the most part everybody's trying to embrace that from from the individual level and the business level right <clears throat> no i know yeah and, and things uh, things have opened up a little bit uh, more now, as you say, kind of gradually, uh, with the restaurants and the business and so forth. Uh, one thing back to the football, but on a sort of thing that now we have the uh, uh, 
the uh, the unrest over the death of uh, George Floyd and the protests and the Black Lives Matter protests. And uh, Mark Stoops uh, kind of led, or the UK, I don't know if he led, but he participated with the UK football players on Friday in a Black Lives Ma- Matter uh, march downtown. Uh, Josh, you covered that. You wrote about that. Uh, just talk a little bit about little, how that came about and uh, what went on there. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're right, Stoops. I mean, you, you said Lid. You know, he and Courtney Love. Um, you know, I'm fans. If you don't know, he's the the, the player. He's going going into his second year as the, the director of player development over at UK. Um, he succeeded Freddie Maggard in that role. Um, former player. Um, you know, pretty, you know, just high character dude all around, you know, when you hear everybody talk about him. Um, so he he and Courtney both kind of teamed up together to and got in touch with George Brown. He's a state rep here uh, based out of Lexington, um, whom actually Courtney had said that he, you know, the two kind of got connected with one another last year uh, early on when he kind of took on the job. Um, so, you know, it's just obvious. You know, now you get to this moment, yeah, this moment here in time where we're having – um, you know, unrest is a is a good way to put it. Um, you know, over this, this this tragedy, and and you and others like it, and you you know, so you see this come together. And I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, some people. I mean, you can look at you know, you have cynics, you know, who look at Stoops in particular, I'm sure, and think you know, there's ulterior motives or or whatever, you know, to or feeling like you have to do it. I mean, there's a whole lot of coaches out there who aren't doing that stuff. I mean, there's been some schools and, that have done similar things to what UK did. I know Texas, uh, South Carolina, a few of these other football programs have, have gotten out there. But I mean, you're, you're, it's not the majority right. um, that are actively participating in these um, you know, protests or marches and whatever word you want to use for them, these events um, that are in support of Black Lives Matter and other you know, you know, and, and racial, you know, inequality, and or fighting racial inequality, and, and you know, police account, you know, hope, you know, trying to hold police accountable, and everything else. I think, um, you know, I, I mean, to me, and, and being there and seeing it, I mean, you, you could, and especially, you know, seeing it was was cool. I mean, and getting to kind of walk, you know, with them and or ahead of them and, and kind of you know document it was cool. It was neat to, to see that, and it's nothing. I mean, it was a lot more, you know, peaceful and right. Um, than even like the peaceful protests that are going on, um, just because it's it's just not, um, you know, it, it was just it, it's more organized. You know, it's like a right. team organized thing. It was going to always kind of be a little more tamer than than some of that stuff. But you, what was really cool was seeing you know Coach Stoops and and the coach uh, you know Mero and and Police Chief Lawrence Weathers, all these guys talk after you know they kind of stopped marching and kind of got to where they they, they ended up at the courthouse square in downtown lexington and th- that was cool and that's when you kind of saw you know at least to me the sincerity um from from stoops you know a white guy who you know he talked about not being able to feel the pain that you know, these guys go through and you know it's hard to relate in, in some cases and but still feeling like it was important i mean to me it really did seem sincere and and that there's a real care there and you know i think that'll you know what it matters to the it'll matter i would think to the guys on the team um obviously but it also speaks volume just you know as a you know just as a person you know you you want to you know 
to, to, to see that in, in somebody that's leading young men and, you know, is a face of a state, really. I mean, right. when you, not just a university, but I mean, at a, in a place like Kentucky, you know, UK's coaches are kind of the, for better or worse, the you know, biggest figureheads in the state, um, or at least up there, you know, with them. Right. Um, so, and I think that's something that, you know, other young players, high school kids that, see that kind of stuff. I mean, you've, I've seen, you know, I've seen people, um, you know, recruit over the weekend. I've, I've seen a couple that were, you know, and I don't know if even if UK is recruiting any of these guys, so, you know, but, but they, they talk about like, why aren't these, you know, big, big time college coaches talking about this stuff. I mean, I know Dobby Swinney, especially seems like he's kind of taking a lot of heat for, for yes. the thing he says or doesn't say. <laughs> right. Um, and he's not a guy, you know, that he, depending on what your opinions were on, on amateurism and stuff, he was a guy that was already kind of behind the eight ball. Right. Um, and now, you know, this is obviously a, a even bigger deal. Um, so when it's somebody like Stoops and, you know, and, 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 and other, you know, Muschamp, other, these other guys around the country, the, the handful that are kind of taking a stand, I think that says a lot. Yeah, no. And I mean, I think it also, it, you know, it says a lot, you know, they support the players. And, you know, one thing I noticed, and I wasn't there, but in seeing your coverage and other people's coverage and the picture, you know, uh, Alex Litz, our photographer was there and took pictures and video. I mean, it wasn't just the African-American players. You had, uh, uh, you know, uh, the white players as well that all seemed to kind of ban- uh, bond together and support each other uh, in this cause. And I think that means a lot when the coach and it wasn't just Stoops, uh, Vince Marrow. I think there were other coaches. Is that right? Were there as well? Oh yeah, I, I remember seeing uh, Coach Summerall, the linebackers coach. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I believe Coach Watt was there. Coach Grand was there. Yeah. Um, coach or Coach Sharman, Slarman was there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that they would all yeah. join together to support each other. I think that was a, you know, I think that was big. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean it just, you know, and it's it's. You know, for I mean, we all say things you know, about you know racism is bad and 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 because uh, it is, you know, it, right. there's no no debating that it's that that's it's bad um, and and shouldn't exist and and but to and, and coaches, I mean, it's I mean, like I'm sure this isn't the first time that Mark Stoops has said something about you know this being bad, right? Um, but to go to in the heat of this. And and just the the weight of everything that's going on right now, and the, the visibility of it. I mean, I think it, I think it does matter. You know, it will matter. I mean, that's something that you know it, it'll matter as much to you know a lot of guys that that march happened on Friday as as what you know is the Citrus Bowl win you know two years ago. I mean, I do I, I really think that I think that you know because it it means something. It, it it you know you it's something you'll look back on when you're in your 60s, 70s, and, and say, you know, my my coach had my back right. and, you know, was, was, wasn't was afraid to, to take a stand. And, you know, and you can say, well, yeah, he makes $5 million a year. He shouldn't be afraid to – he should be, you know, but he has a lot. There's a lot of guys making more money than him that don't right. and, anything, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, let's be let's be honest. I'm sure some people didn't like that. Some people out there, uh, there might be some fans out there who didn't like it, who don't like the what's going on from the protests when they you know turn on the TV and they they 
seem to focus on, you know, the unfortunate, the looting and stuff like that that went on in some of these places. So, I mean, it's not like he was, I'm sure Mark knew going into it, he wasn't going to get 100% support, but I don't think he cared about that. I think he cared about his players and what they felt and backing his players and listening to his players. And also the other thing, this wasn't a UK thing, right? This was football. It wasn't like a UK athletics thing. This was football. Is this something that they came up with on their own? Right, yeah. I mean, by all, and, and my, you know, my understanding of it was that, you know, the, the, the players, you know, he, he, there was some conversations with the players and, and, and Stoops and, and Courtney Love, you know, proactively wanted to, to get out and, and do something. And there, I mean, my, and my understanding of it was they didn't even want it to, you know, that, that you know, by, you know, things inevitably, you know, we're down there, all the TV stations are down there, everybody right. had a, somebody there with a camera. Um, and, but it was something that they, it was never announced either. And it was something yeah. I can tell you, you know, behind, you know, a little bit inside baseball, I could never get any kind of confirmation that it was actually happening from really? the case side either. They, you know, they, we, you know, we had, you know, I was, we were able to figure out that it was definitely happening. Um, yeah, but, but they was, didn't. They didn't put out a release. Game. We didn't get. Usually, we get an email release when they're doing stuff, and they didn't send out an email release, or at least I didn't get one. No, yeah, there was nothing like that. There was no, you know, the, the everybody on the um, sports info side was. I mean, I, I can even say that some, you know, there was people. There were people um, on the sports info side who didn't even know until the morning of that day that it right. was happening because there was. It was like the day before was kind of when they'd reached out to, to Representative Brown um, to try to organize it. Okay. And, and, and then we're at, you know, I mean, I wasn't the only one trying to confirm this and, and we're all asking and, and, you know, sports info is like, huh? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, just, you know and I think, you know, that happens sometimes. I mean, with football, it's a little harder. I think, you know, to keep things, you yeah. know, there's just so many guys and right. you, it, you know, it's hard to stay on top of everybody. Right. Um, but I think this was purposely kind of, tr- they attempted to keep it um, under wraps. Um, and probably knowing that it was, there was no way that that would happen, just right. because you know we're 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 too dogged. <laughs> well, yeah, you got a lot of people covering UK sports. You talk to a lot of different people, so we hear things. But it's not something that they like uh, overtly advertised before they did it. Right, and that's what you know, and, and, and you know, and I don't know how much other places you know where it's average, or and even if it had been something they said like, oh, this that, and yeah. I don't think that would. That's true taken away from the the moment of it um, or the importance of it but it does you know it does kind of say a lot you know know, it does say something that they didn't that they tried to avoid um the publicity of it too as far as you know not making it like a media event you know know, at least a little more organic Right. Okay. So, and for uh, obviously, we saw current players on the march. So we uh, sort of figured out or knew after that that there are players in town, and they finally, after uh, some delays, from what I understand, finally announced on Saturday that uh, you know players are back and that they can start workouts on Monday. And we are we are recording this on Monday. Uh, so, what's going on there as far as precautions and uh, what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do to this point with these voluntary workouts football players yeah so yeah so that was right as soon as you saw those guys there uk to that point still hadn't said anything about their guys officially coming back but you could figure it out pretty fast oh they're here yeah (laughs) right because i mean that was probably i mean at least 
you know, about, you know, counting coaches and players, I mean, probably close to 80 people. Really? Wow. Uh, you know, around, you know, you know, around like in the, in the vicinity. So it was, you know, a pretty good lot of them. Um, I think you, so, so what, what, you know, what's going on is, is there's been people kind of speculating um, and basing it off of other, what other SEC schools are doing. So there's not really, it's not anything real, you know, surprising what's going to be happening. I mean, you're going to have your screening processes in place where, where you're getting, um, tested, you know, every time you enter a facility, um, which, you know, hopefully ideally isn't more than, um, you know, once a day, you're kind of coming in to work out and that's it. Um, right. and these, and the, and the workouts for, you know, at this moment are voluntary. I don't think they've actually still not announced any kind of date for mandatory, um, workouts or, 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 or fall camps or anything. That stuff is still, um, to be determined, but I think it's, I think the idea is to kind of keep it on track kind of when it normally would be. So like fall would be um, like August, early August, late July there when that would, would traditionally start. Um, you're, so you're, you know, right now you're just trying to get in, working out. You can have strength and conditioning coaches, nutrition staff, um, people that are basically essential, considered essential to the health of the players, not actual, you know, um, you know, game coaches as, it's not clear. I, I don't know if the game – like, in some places I know they're allowing the coaches on campuses, um, like in their offices and things. But, yeah, I'm not clear that UK is even allowing that yet. It, it kind of sounds like they're still having to work remotely, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of interesting. Because um, I know Louisville, I believe, is one that, that is allowing their coaches in um, facilities. Yeah. But um, – but even if they were allowed on the facilities, they wouldn't be allowed to actually be there while the players were working right. out. So it's kind of like, why would you want to be there, really? Right. Um, and then you have, um, you know, plans in place, like quarantining for 14 days. Um, if, 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 if a player tests positive, there's not – we've asked, you know, what the – I mean, because the scary thing, right, is you, 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 you have something, there was a report, you know, I don't know if it was ever confirmed um, last week, but there was a report that – you know, Alabama had five players test positive um, right. <clears throat> there on campus, and right. and so when that Al- happens, yeah, I think Auburn had three. It was reported over the weekend yeah, too. Yeah, I hadn't even I hadn't even seen that. So yeah, yeah, and, and that's going to happen. I mean, and uh, not saying we shouldn't dismiss it, but but or that we should dismiss it, but that is going to happen. I mean, right. I mean, just the odds, just based on the number of guys. I mean, I don't. I mean, I it, it, it when you, I'm not going to say if when you hear that there's a UK player that tests positive, like don't be surprised because, because right. uh, I mean, because you know, guess what? Like I, you know, I've not drove through a Kroger and and, and had the test done, um, but I, I, I you know, I, I could have had it, or I might have it right now. I mean, it's it's because it's you know because they what is it eighty percent of people are asymptomatic, so right. I mean, there's a good chance that you know that that this is the first time that any of these guys are being tested, right. so. Um, which is a good thing. I mean, I think, you know, you should look at a, you know, a positive test, obviously take it seriously and, and quarantine and do what you have to do to keep others safe um, as a player or a staff. Uh, a staff is being, you know, tested too. Um, but it's also good, you know, there is a case to be made that it's better that this is happening just because they're, I mean, they're getting, they're going to be more rung, put through the ringer here than they are wherever they were before. Right. Um, and that's even the case for the guys that, that live here. And, and that's what the, the plan is. 
for the guys that were living in Lexington, because um, a lot of guys kind of stayed, you know, because they have apartments and stuff, um, that they're kind of the first ones that get to, to start working out first. You know, if they, if they clear the first period of uh, testing, then they get to, you know, they can start right away. They can start today. Um, and, and, and I know that the, at least a couple of players are getting to work out today. Um, and right now, you know, so the total number of, of players that can, uh, that they can start working out, you know, that they were kind of expecting to start working out today was 40. Um, which is a pretty good chunk of the team. I mean, I don't know who that kind of entails. I don't know the makeup. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, mostly seniors or if it's kind of a mix of guys. Um, but I think, you know, that's a pretty good chunk. I mean, that's almost, that's you know, almost half of your, or at least a third of your roster there. Um, and so you end up having those guys on and they've been now, and they're not working out kind of all the same time. It's like a, you know, you know, they're socially distancing in the, in the weight rooms and things. They're, they're kind of doing um, all the spacing and, and cleaning, hyper cleaning of, of um, you know, their, your equipment and everything. But, but they're kind of expecting, you know, about 40 guys to be able to ready to go today, which is, you know, like, you know, if you're injured, as far as like the development of football, um, if a football team is concerned, you, you got to you like that if you're, if you're a fan. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's true. So what do you think, Josh? Are we going to have a football season? Does this mean that they're we're progressing towards having a college football season that will start on time? Man, it sure seems like it, don't it? I mean, it just I mean, it, yeah, it seems like they want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like you know, as worried as we can be about this, and I, I do think you know, even with everything going on, I mean, there's obviously a whole lot going on right now. But you know, this is one of the things you know, you shouldn't. Just pretend it's not happening. You know, it, it's still <laughs> COVID's still a thing, right? Um, and obviously, we're learning more about it and still trying to figure out, like, you know, the severity of, of every of everything and how you you know. But so, but it sure seems like <laughs> college football is gonna. I do think it happens. Um, I mean, I'm still not sure what that would look like if if it's you know, a full stadium or, I mean, I thought it was very interesting that uh, Strickland at, at, at Florida last week was, you know, said that, that he, they, they might wait till mid August to make a decision on what the fans would look like. I mean, you're talking two weeks before tip off or right. kickoff. And, and, you know, so, I mean, which is, you know, on one hand, pretty, you know, okay. You know, you have the most information possible available at that point. But you're also, I mean, that's that's going to be quite a scramble if you're, you know, if you suddenly decide, you know, it's not a, it's, for Florida, it's definitely not going to be as big a deal if if if, if you say, okay, we're 100 percent capacity at the start of the season, that they'll be fine, they'll sell them tickets. But but you know, if you say, oh, we're only at 40 percent capacity or something, well, then what's the plan? Because you're going to have a lot of people that are, you know, you know, I mean, you're mad, you know, because you're going to right. you're just going to you're going to have sold a lot of tickets that people aren't going to be able to show up for the season opener. Right, right. Well, I've already noticed, I think there's a couple of schools that have said, at least to this point, that they foresee that that they're not going to sell single-game tickets, that they're going to sell, you know, if you want to go to the games or have a chance to go to the games, you got to get season tickets. And then if, depending on how things go, they may open up and have uh, sell single-game tickets. Uh, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see, 
you know, uh, if they do try to start on time and they try to start on time with fans in the stands, you know, how many fans are going to be able to? I think uh, Texas, the governor of Texas came out last week and said that they could have up to, you know, 50 percent capacity, I think, in the stadiums in Texas. Um, now, Texas has been a little more liberal about some of these things than so, some of the other states. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. One of the interesting things to me is that the Miami Dolphins, they put it, this has been a like two or three weeks ago, they put out that they what they were going to do as far as getting fans in the stands and about how it was going to work, and there only so many people were going to be allowed in the restrooms at a certain time, and and you know you had to have a temperature check when you came into the stadium, and no no more paper tickets, and people would come in one at a time to try to separate them and that sort of thing, and then the NFL shut them down because apparently the NFL made them take it back because I guess the NFL wants a league wide policy instead of teams making their own policy, and I was talking to somebody from UK. Uh, last week and he said this person told me you know everybody over there that's pretty much all they're working on right now is how are we going to not just in the athletic department but in school you know how if we do open in the fall and we do have students here how are we going to do it what precautions are we going to have to take you know what are we how are we going to have to change classes classrooms you know what all is this going to entail and how do we get this done so i think they definitely they want to do it and i think they feel like that there is a way to do it it's just getting it all, figuring out what's the right way to do it. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you look at. I mean, just look. I mean, you know, to anyone listening, you know, if, if you're if you're listening, and you're one of these people who's like, well, why can't they just let everybody in? Or yeah, why can't throw the just, doors or open. Why, <laughs> or, or just, or if you're just one, of, if you're just somebody who's like, just tell me what I can do. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at just you know, look at your favorite. You know, look at where, somewhere you went to dinner last week. I mean, just look at how different. It looks inside of that one restaurant and what you're allowed to do and where you're supposed to be standing. Now think about, and that's one restaurant, that's one business, you know, probably has one owner or maybe a couple owners. Um, and now, it, you know, quantify that by a, a business that serves, you know, at one time 61,000 people, right. <laughs> you exactly. know, like, <laughs> on a normal day, you know, on a, on an ideal day. I mean, that's a, that's a, just, and that's just a football stadium. That's not just talking about the school, you know, what you were talking about, kind of going through all the classroom stuff. I mean, it's, it's not easy. I mean, I don't, you know, I, and I get frustrated with, you know, because we, I mean, I I want to know this stuff as much as anybody. People act like we're not out here interested in, we're all, you know, we're as interested (laughs) as anybody else. Yes. But, but we also have to, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I'd rather them get it right and feel really good about their plan than, you know, something willy-nilly or something that changes with the wind. Well, that's, um, it's, that's kind of one of the things that Scott Strickland said when he said about you, it might be August. You know, we don't know yet because this is changing, seems to be changing, you know, rapidly. So it doesn't make a lot of sense, I guess, for him to say, well, there'll be, yeah, we're going to start on time, but there's not going to be, we're going to do it without fans. And then, you know, a month from now, they may, you know, things may be the point where, okay, well, we can have fans. So, you know, why go ahead and say, make a decision one way or another now when you, we've still got, you know, we've still got some time, but you need to, I think you need to prepare for all scenarios, which I think is what they're, you know, what they're trying to do. So, uh, uh, and, but I do think that they are moving it. I've, I've said all along, I don't know if it's the right thing to do or the safe thing to do, but I do think they're going to try and do it because there's just so much money involved. 
I mean, they're just they they stand to lose so much money if they can't do it, if they can't play, and if they can't play with at least some fans in the stands. So, I think they're going to try. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you hate to look at it and, and say, you know, money's going to be, you know, and I won't say it's going to be the primary motivator. Yeah, yeah I'm not but, saying it's an overriding but, factor, but it's definitely but, a factor. But, yeah, and it's probably, and, and maybe it is the most important factor. Um, but it's, I mean, but it, but it, you know, it's it's something that you have to, you know, if you're, I mean, because the reality is, I mean, we've talked about this, that, you know, when you, if you, even if you play football, college football without fans in the stands, it's just, it's just, you know, it's going to be a big hit. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, we've seen already how many sports have been cut um, at some of the smaller levels in, in, in FBS. And, and so, um, and you can, I mean, and there's, I mean, there's all, I mean, you can go beyond the, you know, there's a whole, all kinds of things, um, you could get into as far as like, well, if, if this is maybe if this thing isn't as important as you, it should be, or maybe, you know, we should kind of, uh, reorient our priorities. Well, guess what? I mean, people are going to want to watch football right. <laughs> you know, regardless no. of what your priorities yeah. are. Um, they'll, they'll figure out a way to, to consume it. Um, Absolutely. so yeah, it's, it's an incredible, um, you know, it's going to be incredible to see how this whole thing goes. I, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I think, you know, for better or worse, we, you know, we'll have games. Um, what that looks like is still, you know, probably very much up in the air. I, you know, I still think, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, there's a part of me that, that thought, well, maybe they'll just play conference games, but I'm not even so sure that now that, I mean, to me, it's like, if you're going to play, why would you, at yeah. this point, if, you, if you're deciding to play, why would you take games away? Right, uh, right. Unless the idea was to, you know, completely revamp the schedule and to move everything up. Now, if you were doing that, I could see, but all the things I read don't mention that as a possibility. Like, yeah. if you're talking about getting rid of, you know, non-conference games and moving everything up, okay. Um, but but that doesn't seem to be part of the, the conversation. It seems like they would just want to start um, and, and still go and, and, and kind of as scheduled. Right. Um, yeah, a lot, well, and know. a lot of these, a lot of these schools who've announced they've announced that they're going to actually start school with students or try to start school with students a little earlier, a couple of weeks earlier, and not have a fall break, and try to be done by Thanksgiving, and you know, to guard against the second wave coming, you know, late in the winter and so forth. Which to me brings up more questions about basketball than maybe it does football. Uh, but uh, and football too, you it's an out, you know, for the most part, it's an outdoor sport. Uh, you know, we're uh, you know, if you can, if you can let a limited number of people in the stands and not have it completely packed, you you might be able to do it in a safe way. It's going to be a little harder, I think, indoor for basketball, uh, as far as how many people they're going to be able to let in. But uh, you know, I will see. And then another thing too is we'll see. You know, right now is an important time. I mean, if they come in for these voluntary workouts and then they try to start. You know, the first of August, try to start practice or whenever that's going to be. And there's an outbreak. Um, there's a, you know a bunch of outbreaks. That's going to change the dynamic on things. There's no way they'll be able to start on time. They'll have to push things back. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Well, well, what I mean, what I don't think people think enough about is like is like what you're saying. Like, like when you when you you know, say UK decided, okay, we're, we're going to let a third of people in the stands, you know, for the season opener. 
Um, what's that? It's about 20,000 people. Um, what happens if after that first game there's a, a big, you know, like you know, 300 people uh, just at Kroger Field got, you know, COVID right. uh, or tested positive for COVID? I mean, what does that do? You know, you talk about the financial impact or how many people are scared to come to the next game because of that? Um, and I think that's probably something that UK is, is you know, is, if, I mean, they're definitely, you think, intelligent enough, you know, got people intelligent enough um, that are that are kind of considering that, like what what that you know, would look like and what they would have to do. And, and maybe in that situation, they would decide, okay, next week we're just not inviting fans. Sorry, here's your refund right. um, for that game. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, and, and, and maybe they don't know yet. But, it's, you know, it's just – all that stuff is going to be. I, mean, I, I think. If, I think if you're, you know, I mean, unless we just have some kind of big major development related to the virus in the next month, you, you know, the season, you know, even if played to its fullest, is still going to look a lot different than oh, what yeah. we're used to. It's going to be an unusual uh, year. <laughs> and just, in, just in the way we talk about it, and who knows? I mean, we like we don't know. We might not even be allowed there. You know, That's like right. it's like. We might have to be watching it from TV and doing Zoom tele, you know, press conferences afterwards. Um, I, I don't think anything's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, think about the, you know, the how we do the football, like the the players when they bring the players out and the coaches after game. Yeah. There's no way no, that, I know. that we're doing that. <laughs> there, I've, I don't know what it'll look like. But it ain't looking like what yeah. it used to. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, for those, it's, it's also inside baseball. They bring us over to the to the craft uh, uh, football training center, and we're, they, we go into the dining room area where they still have tables set up, and they bring the uh-huh. players in, put them in uh, like director's chairs, and we talk to them in there. But everybody, the, we're all mashed together and kind of a media scrum trying to get from player to coach or whatever to do our interview. So there's definitely no social distancing going on with that uh, <laughs> game press conferences. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Well, Josh, what, what do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug uh, that you've been working on or uh, that you've recently posted that you want people to make sure and check out? Yeah, I'll, uh, uh, as far as recently posted, this is not football related but i'm a big nba guy and oh yeah that's um, right you know, and, and and that's on the way back you know give a little clap for that and uh <laughs> i put together a, a guide um you know i think that uk fans will enjoy about the the guys that like the former um you know wildcats there's a lot of guys who are still you know it's obviously like not every team is resuming play in july but, but a lot of them are and so there's a lot of kentucky guys that are going to be playing so just kind of Bringing you up to speed, if, if you weren't, you know, paying attention or if you've maybe forgotten because it's been four months since they played a game, um, almost, you know, by the time that they're played, you know, that, that you can kind of figure out what was going on with, with, with your favorite U.K. guys. Um, coming up, I've got a – won't say too much about it, but uh, next day or two I have a big um, story on A.J. Rose that I think a lot of people will find pretty interesting. Um to his family and, and it, it's, I think it's pretty good and I'm pretty excited to see what people's response to it is um, and then you know, I, I talked to Terry Wilson for about a 45 minutes last week I, there's a lot of good stuff that'll be coming out of that hopefully um, here either this week or, or maybe early next week so uh, lots to uh, you know lots to look forward to football is 
you know, football's happening. Well, good. Well, I hope so. I hope that's the case. We keep our fingers crossed. Well, Josh, I appreciate you. Be sure and check out Josh on Twitter at JoshMoreHL. Isn't that right, Josh? Absolutely. And uh, check out all of his work in Kentucky.com and the Arrow Leader. Stay safe, Josh, and we'll be talking to you again soon. You too, John. Don't, uh, yeah, don't uh, do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> I'll try not to. I'll try not to. All right. Thanks, Josh. <laughs>